We're blessed to begin another day. We're blessed to begin a, a new day. As we know, Chadashim Labkarim, the Pazik says, Chadashim Labkarim is that the reason that Hashem makes us have sleep and we have nighttime, part of that reason is to give us the ability to have renewal. Because if it was just one long day, could you imagine if you're having a bad day, you know, what that one long bad day would be like? That would be uh, pretty terrible. So, Baruch Hashem, we have the gift, the gift of, of renewal, the gift of uh, letting go of yesterday. And even when, when we're successful uh, yesterday, right, people who are, who are living off of their past successes, um, are as in danger, uh, as much in equal danger, we'll say, uh, to someone who's living off of their past failures, because ultimately you're living in your past. Ultimately, you're not living now. Ultimately, you're not, you're not creating. Uh, if someone keeps on talking about the good old days and what it was and uh, this and that, which is obviously it's a, it's a normal thing that people like talking about what was, but... Uh, but when you live in that world of, of your past, they say Avera, the morale says Avera is Malashan Avar. Because your Averas are all connected to your past, what I've done in the past. If a person would, uh, would remember, we, we, we said this last year, I think we put it on the, it was a quote, that Baruch Hashem fell Minashamayim, but that it's, that it's we're closer to, to a million years from now than we are from five minutes ago. You're closer to a million years from now than you are five minutes ago, because five minutes ago will never, ever, ever exist. A million years from now, whatever that means, you're closer to that. So when a person lives in his past, which is a normal thing, it's normal that we live in our past, but you're, you're, uh, you're disconnected from, from, uh, from, from healthy Chachma thinking. Right? Obviously we do it, the Yitzhahara. Obviously the Yitzhahara wants us to be to be thinking about the past because then I can't renew myself. I can't say, oh, I'm fresh. I can't say, oh, I'm going to do things differently. I'm going to change. Because when a person realizes that he can change, when a person realizes that he can accomplish whatever it is that he wants to accomplish, so it, it strengthens him tremendously. It gives him tremendous chizik. gives him tremendous strength. Uh, that's why the Jewish people are connected to the moon versus the sun. The reason the Jewish people are connected to the moon. We count our lives after the moon versus the Gaim they count uh, the, the, the world, right? Uh, today's English date is connected to the solar calendar. We're the lunar calendar. Why? Because we realize that there's renewal. The moon is always renewing itself. The, the moon never stays the same. The, the, the moon is always changing, is always growing. And that's the, the challenge that each and every one of us have, like we said yesterday, about becoming uncomfortable. The reason people are uncomfortable is you get uncomfortable when you cover new ground. Uncomfortable, when, you're, when a person's comfortable, it means that he's doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. When a person's uncomfortable, yeah, here we could, right? Nassim, either Nassim can talk about working out. Right, working out. Right, if you're comfortable in the gym, what happens if you're comfortable in the gym? If you're comfortable in the gym, you don't you don't you don't build any muscles. If you're uncomfortable in the gym, 
and you get uncomfortable when you're working out, that's how a person builds himself. So if it's like that when it comes to physical, so it's like that when it comes to internal work out as well, when you're internally working within yourself. Right? That's why people, like we said yesterday, people don't like to, to, to go to places internally that are uncomfortable. I want to be comfortable. I want to make sure that everything is, wor- is working and is okay. And we get upset. A person gets upset, which is normal, when I'm uncomfortable. But when a person learns, when a person learns, and I, I said yesterday, even though the line of being comfortable, people like to say, you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? I like to say that that's a high level. To, to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, that's a high level. But to start by saying, I'm okay with being uncomfortable. I'm okay that things are not exactly the way I want them to be. I'm okay that things are not what I'm used to them being. When a person thinks like that, when a person lives like that, so then he's able to accomplish and he's able to do, he's able to push himself, he's able to, he wants to push himself. He wants, he sort of in a certain way, wants the challenge. One of the biggest challenges, question comments first of all. Question and comments, please. I encourage question and comments. So that's number one. That's number one. The, the second thing, the second thing is, is that the nature of a person is negativity. That's the nature. The natural thing is we're negative. Negativity means is that I'm not looking at the the beautiful things, as, as we know, a happy person is not someone um, who is, people think happy people are thankful, happy people are always thankful. It's, it's the opposite. A thankful person is happy. Thankful people become happy. People who focus on all of the gifts that they have, people who focus on all of the wonderful things they have, that is what creates happiness inside of a person. The natural way that a person is, his natural disposition, and this we speak about many times, is the fly. The fly is the Yetzirah. The fly is represented, the Yetzirah is represented with the fly. Where does the fly like to hang out? The fly likes to hang out in the garbage. The fly likes to hang out in negativity. In your, your wound, you have blood. The fly goes to the blood. The fly likes to hang out in the bathroom. Why? Because the fly, which is the Eight Sahara, always wants to accent and wants to, uh, I don't know if that's the right word, but to, to um, emphasize on what you're missing, on what, what's not going for you, what's not working for you. When a person goes ahead and he has gratitude and a person's thankful, and a person goes ahead and says thank you and thank you. That's why when we, we wake up in the morning, the first words that we say, the first word actually that we say is thank you. Why? Because Hashem is telling me everybody wants, wakes up in the morning wants to be happy. Everybody wants to have an awesome day. So Hashem is saying, great. You know what the first word you say in the morning? Right? You would think the first word you say in the morning is, okay, I got I to gotta, uh, work on myself. I got to no. It's thank you. It's thank you. Why? Because it puts a person in the mode of, of positivity. Because a lot of times when you wake up in the morning, you're not positive. Your thinking is not positive. Emotions come from your thoughts. When a person thinks a certain way, he feels 
a certain way. If you feel a certain way, it's because you're thinking a certain way. When a person's thinking good thoughts, he has positive emotions. If you're feeling, a lot of times people have anxiety, a lot of times people feel the negativity, and they wanna know how do I fix my, my feelings, how do I fix the way I feel? The first step to fix the way you feel is to fix the way you think, right? A person starts saying, okay, I'll be okay, it's okay, don't think about the future, it's okay that I'm being negative, right? That's one of the biggest things. Telling yourself, stop being negative, stop being negative, be comfortable, stop being negative, be okay with being, right? If your brain is feeding you, be comfortable, be comfortable, be comfortable, stop, stop, right, you just heard a sheer, stop being uncomfortable, stop being uncomfortable, that's, will feed your uncomfortability because that's a negative, negative thought. Stopping negative, stopping negative, stopping negative is adding to your negativity. So even though you might say, oh, I gotta, I gotta be positive, I gotta be positive, that could feed to your negativity. Ugh. Come on, Elio, I, mean, I'm not gonna, I can't wait, I can't wait, Elio, no. I can't wait to wait to see you. And the avoda, the avoda of all of us, the avoda, the, the work, the work that we want to do, the work that each and everyone wants to do, is the work that we all want to do is the work of, of love, of the work of, of uh, serenity, the work of um, enjoying my life, the work of happiness. At the end of the day, that's what we all want. We all want to, we all want to feel good. We all want to have what we need. We all want to live a life that's a, right? We don't have that much time in this world, right? It, it appears to be, like we said, I think yesterday, the other day, right? A person could say he's 20 years old. I got 19 years old, 18 years old. I got, I got, I got a lot of time. I got a lot of time, right? I got a lot of time, right? A person doesn't know how long he's going to live. A person could say, I'm so young. But if he lives till 60, and a guy who's, 40 lives till 80, so the 20 year old and the 40 year old basically have the same amount of time. You don't know how, nobody here knows if you're gonna live till 50, you're gonna live till 60, 70, 80, till Chasrashalm, even, even younger, Chasrashalm, Chasrashalm, Lo Aleinu. And the person doesn't know, and he thinks, oh, okay, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it in a week from now, I'll figure it out, I'll figure it out then, 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 tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. But, but the avoda, when a person learns to, to stop and to press a, a pause button and to say, okay, how today, how can I today on Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning, how could this Wednesday, which never, ever, ever existed and never, ever, ever will ever exist again, how can I get the most out of today? What can I do to enjoy today? What can I do to connect to today, to connect to myself? And one of the biggest stoppers of that, and then I want to I hear from all of you, one of the biggest stoppers of that is focusing on other people. That's why we learn Hilchus Lashon Hara. Besides, yeah, Lashon Hara is the, the biggest. Lashon Hara is what brings all pain and suffering to the Jewish people because not having the base of Migdash is what brings all pain and suffering. It's a result of, of that. That's what is ultimately the pain and suffering. Us not being Ba'achtas, 
is why we don't have a base of Mikdash. But besides that, just to live a happy life. Who wants to have a good life? Everybody wants to have a good life here. Forget about Olam Haba. Forget about building the base of Mikdash. That, of course, that's a separate thing. We're talking about my life, me today, Wednesday. If I'm focusing on my roommate, if I'm focusing on the guy next to me, if I'm focusing on everybody else but myself, and I'm in somebody else's business, right? I heard once that, that a person suffers mentally. I'm talking about suffering. I'm not talking about physically suffering. Mental suffering is, more, is worse than physical suffering. Why do people mentally suffer? Why do people emotionally suffer? So they're more or less... Two, two, two things that a person does to make him suffer, right? It's, it's he's either in God's business, he's, he's in the wrong, but why did God do this? Why did God do that? Why is God doing this? Why is the weather like this? Why is the traffic? Why is my mom like this? Why is it this? Why was I put part of this family? Why do I blah, blah, blah? Whatever it is. Whatever it is, you're in God's business. Or you're in somebody else's business. This guy's got to change. That guy's got to change. This person's got to change. My mother's got to change. My father's got to change. My wife. Then you'll wait. Your wife will have to change. Your children will have to change. And that's why we suffer. But when I say God's business is his business. My wife's business. My mother's business. And it's hard. Because then what happens? Guess what happens when you do that? When you pull away all the businesses besides your own, then what are you left with? You're left with looking in the mirror. You're left with looking at yourself saying... Okay, I got to get to work. And the irony is, the irony is, the second you do that is the second you get to work. That's when you get to work. And the only person you could heal, you can't heal, if your father is, is a certain way, your mother's a certain way, your family's a certain way, your grandfather's a certain way, your grandmother's a certain way, I don't know, your, your, your community, whatever it might be, right? If they're angry, so they're in pain. If they're, uh, uh, you know, lazy, whatever it might be, whatever, whatever everybody has, they're suffering from something. You can't heal them. You're not going to heal your father. You're not going to heal your mother. You're not going to heal other people. The only person you can heal is yourself. And when you heal yourself, when you begin the process of saying, I got to figure out a way how I can heal. I got to figure out a way how I can fix, fix I don't like the word so much fix, because fix is very, Shlaimi Tesher said this last year, he didn't like the word fix, and I agree with him. To heal is more accurate. When, when a person focuses on healing himself, and being true to himself, and understanding himself, that's when life begins. And I, and I mean that, that's life, that's when life begins. That's when life begins. When you're in high school, when you're in elementary school, you don't have your own, you don't have or own yourself as much as it is after you graduate high school. Some people stay in high school their whole lives because they're, they're dependent on everybody else to take care of them. I gotta do my homework, I gotta this, I gotta that, I gotta whatever it is. When a person becomes, he becomes 18, that's why the years of 18, 17, 18, till 21, 22, 23, those years are very, very challenging. You know why they're challenging? Because you transition from being someone who's dependent, hopefully you do this. You transition from being someone who is dependent to independence, to independence. 
And independence is happiness. Independence is authenticity, is independence. Independence is connected to being real. The reason people try and be colorful and they try and be different and they try this because they're trying to, to break away from feeling that they're connected and they're not independent. An independent person can be himself. He can do what he wants to do. And nobody is, is taking that away from him. And that takes time. It takes effort. It takes commitment. It takes, it's, 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 a, it's, a, little bit, it's a, a little bit of a lonely journey. It's a lonely journey. When you get there, there are other people who have gotten there. There are other people who will climb there. But to become great and to become independent, it's, very, it's a real serious journey. Okay, question, comments, and then we'll learn halacha. Please, question, comments. Please, please, please. Yes. Oh, I quoted you yesterday. I heard. You heard. Okay, good. Did I quote it properly? Yeah. Okay. Maishi Kaufman is the one who said, he said this line, uh, Shlomo, Shlomo, right? Shlomo, we said Shlomo, right? What? I remember it. Right. So no, because Shlomo, I was going to say, Shlomo initiated it yesterday, and it was so powerful what he said, and, and Maishi's line was, just say it. It's a chizik. It's a strength for me to hear it and to say it again. The, the, our strongest moments are the moments when we ask other people to help us. Those are our strongest moments. It's so ironic. Okay, sorry, Maishi. I got, I got excited about that. Uh, yeah. Exactly. One of the one of the 
one of, as we'll begin the halacha here, one of the, the challenges, as we're going to learn in Mesil Susharim uh, soon, um, and we spoke about this as well the other day, is, is one of the reasons people, people don't change. One of the reasons that people don't um, grow to where they want to truly grow to is because, and this is a very natural thing, is because they're very, um, they're very conscious of who their friends are. They're very, um, they're very much answering to other people. They're not answering to themselves. They're answering to others. They're doing things for other people, and it's a very normal thing. Right? A person goes ahead and wants to know how he looks. A person wants to make sure that he fits in because it's very scary. It's very scary to be, to be alone. It's very scary to say, okay, maybe I'm different. Maybe there's something wrong with me. But the irony is, I just want to say this before we do this halacha, because this halacha is a very interesting halacha when it comes to um, talking about other people, is that if there is somebody in your life that, that uplifts you. If there's somebody in life where you can go to and you could say, you know what? This person is this and this and that. And you talk negatively about somebody. Let, let, let's say a person goes in and says something negative about someone. And that person who you say something negative turns it back on you and says, you know what? Maybe you're the problem. Maybe you have a negative way of looking at things. Maybe you could have a different perspective. That's a person who you want to hang around with. If somebody is encouraging your negativity, if someone is encouraging your victim, being a victim equals being negative. Maishu was just saying responsibility. They say responsibility is the word response-able, which means I'm able to respond. The weather could be terrible outside. I can choose whether I want to have a good day or not a good day. Somebody could say something to me that is hurtful. I could choose how I'm going to interpret the situation. When I have friends, when I hang around people who are validating and strengthening my negativity, when I'm around people who are strengthening and validating my <coughs> things that are bad for me, that are hurtful for me, that's a very, very dangerous situation. When I have a friend, and this is what the Chavetz Chaim says, it's incredible. When someone is unburdening, unburdening themselves to you, if somebody is opening themselves up to you and saying, I have a problem with this person. I have a problem with this situation. So how do you react to the situation? How do you react to what they're saying? And when you have something and you open it up to somebody else, how are they responding? What are they saying to you? And one of the things that the first time teaches us is you're allowed to talk about other people to someone if someone's hurting you or something's difficult for you. But it's got to be the right person. And it's so powerful. It's so powerful. God willing, everybody here in Mitzvah wants to get married. Everybody here wants to have a healthy marriage. If you are someone who talks about other people, if you are someone who's obsessed with other people, when you go ahead and you're going to go on a date, what are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about other people. She's going to talk about other people. You're going to talk about other people. Your dining room table is going to be talking about other people. And what does that do? That creates a lack of self. All that does is feed a person to be, to be not tuned into what he needs. 
And when a person waits, if a person says, oh, wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. The earlier a person begins to be healthy, the more healthy you become. The earlier you start being healthy, the healthier a person becomes. Okay, question and comments, please. Yes. Uh. Um, when you were talking about responsibility, yeah. it reminded me of a quote that I really, really like. Uh, it goes, it may not be your fault, but it's your responsibility. Mm. And someone could hurt you, you've got trauma from anything, but you could always blame, 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 but at the end of the day, you have to heal yourself. Beautiful. It's your responsibility. Beautiful. It's your fault. Beautiful. 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 And I want to say what Elio was saying. I want to say one of my, one of my, um, I don't want to say favorite, but one of, uh, something that's so deep is that people talk about, and, and many of you who've been here you know, before have heard this from me, but it's what Elio was saying, is that many people say, I'm not letting them off the hook. How could I, how could I forgive this person? It is his fault. I'm not letting him off the hook. And I always say, it's not about, I mean, it's not my line, I heard this. It's not about letting him off the hook. It's about taking the hook out of your heart. You're the one who's got the problem. You're going to say, yeah, it's my father, it's my mother, it's my brothers, it's my rebellion, it's my culture, it's my this. But at the end of the day, who's the one holding the pain? At the end of the day, who's the one who's escaping? At the end of the day, who's miserable? At the end of the day, who's the one who's, who's uh, you know, everyone loves him, but he hates himself? You. So like Elio was saying, at the end of the day, it might be your mother's fault. It might be your father's fault. It might be your teacher's fault. It might be the system's fault. It might be, right? You could even say, oh, it's God's fault. Whatever you're going to say, blame, say whatever you say. But at the end of the day, it's your life. At the end of the day, you're the one who's, who's, who's miserable. At the end of the day, you're the one who can't look at yourself. At the end of the day, you're the one carrying it. Beautiful, Elia. And what, what, what hopefully when a person learns Chavetz Chaim, and a person learns to be careful in focusing on other people, seeing the good in other people, seeing the good in yourself, and I can guarantee anybody here, I'll guarantee everybody here, anybody here, when you do this every day, when a person reminds himself every day of what the truth is, and he reminds himself every day of what life is about, Every day, every day a person reviews over and over. You know why? Because when it comes to media and it comes to what the world does, they remind us every day. They remind us, they're reminders. Every day, this is what's important. This is what, what's important. It bangs on our heads, on our hearts. This is what you got to do. You got to make money. You got to do this. You have to have fame. You got to be this. You got to be that. So we have to, you know, fight it the other way. Say, that's not what life is about. Life, one day everyone here is going to be dead. That's a fact. That's, that, that's more truthful than anything we could say about anything. One day, it's over. You have one life. Each and every one of us is given a gift of life. We're given the gift of today. And you know when life is? People want to know life. You know when life is happening? Life is happening right now. This is your life. When else is life? What you think in five years from now? You're like, oh, now I'm in life. You're going to be like, okay, another five years, that's life. Oh, when I get married, that's when life starts. Oh, when I turn 18, 19, 23, that's when life starts. When I have children, that's when life starts. No, you're in your life right now. When a person says, by the way, sorry to...
call, call out all of us on this. I'm not sorry, but I'm saying that's what we do over here. We try and connect to reality, not virtual reality. Reality. When you say life stinks, you know what that means? That means my thinking stinks. It means I stink. When you say life is hard, life is terrible, that means that my thinking is terrible. It means my, my, the way I'm looking at my day today is terrible. No, life is depressing. You know what that means? That means you have thoughts that are sad, depressing thoughts. And that's why it's so, so important on a daily, on a daily basis, as much as a person can try as much as he can, to connect himself to sanity, to reality, to what's true. And it's hard. It's very hard when, when we have outside influences us Telling us not, not. Baruch Hashem, this yeshiva, I can say one thing. This year for everyone here, and I've said this many, many, many times, and it's so true. If you stick in, 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 with, with, with what's going on over here, Baruch Hashem, in the yeshiva, where we focus on reality. We focus on you. We focus, not we. You're focusing on you. It's a year, it's like a seminar. Imagine going to a seminar that's all built for a full year on your own emotional growth, on your spiritual growth, on your intellectual growth, on your, your honesty growth. That's what, that's, what, that's what the opportunity in front of us is right now. That's what happens before, before this time, before Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is a time, this is the time to plan for your year. It's a time to dream your dreams and say, this is what I want to accomplish this year. This is who I want to become. You know why? If you'd wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and you would see a different person, you'd scream. Because we don't like to change. People don't like to change. It's scary to change. But, but we have dreams. And we wish. We have wishes and dreams. Follow your dreams. Dream and dream and dream. And the irony is the phones and the... It's not even phones. The, the, the entertainment system that we have, and all of the distractions wants to distract you from one thing, and Maichi said it before. The irony is the phones and all the devices we think are there to help us, help us with happiness. I've never met, I'm gonna say it again, I've never met somebody who smokes pot a lot. I've never met a guy like that who's happy, never. If you introduce me to him, I'd love to meet him, and we could talk, maybe he's got something to help me. I'm saying I've never met, I've never met someone who, who, who smokes pot who's happy. I've never met a guy who drinks alcohol who's happy. Never, ever, ever. Never met a guy who's on his phone for 10 hours a day who's happy. Those are the miserable people. Those are the people who are looking for life. Those are the people who are looking for growth and for change. I've never, ever, if, if somebody could, right? I've never met people who live their lives talking about other people and living in a world of, 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 of that world, the world, the outside world, I've never ever, especially that we're Jewish, especially that we're Jewish, especially that we have responsibility as a Jew. If you're looking for happiness, if you're looking for happiness, if you're looking for pleasure, if you're looking for happiness and pleasure, if you're looking for happiness, pleasure, if you're looking for sanity, if you're look, looking for emotional health, if you're looking for serenity, if you're looking for a good marriage, if you're looking for all those things, 
then the place to look is in here, is inside of yourself, not outside of yourself. You're not going to find it anywhere else. And it's painful to look inside. You know why it's painful sometimes to look inside? Because, because you haven't done it. You haven't done it. You shelved it. You put it on the shelf. Something happened to you when you were a kid, or something happened. It doesn't have to be trauma. People think trauma means that someone molested you, someone abused you, someone beat you up. That's not trauma. Trauma could be that you were, you were bullied, you were hurt. It could be a teacher said something to you for a whole year. It could be your parents. It could be an uncle. It could be a brother. It could be a movies that you watch traumatize you as a kid. Nowadays, people get that. Trauma doesn't have to be what we think it is. Trauma could be just something emotional. And what happened? You never dealt with it. Why didn't you deal with it? Because you were able to, to open up your, your entertainment system and, and, and watch Arthur. And watch, uh, you know, whatever. What is it? And it distracted you. And, and it makes sense. And it makes sense. And then when you get a little bit older, you see a guy sitting there and he's smoking, he's drinking, and he looks so happy. Right? Rabbi Tversky said, why? Rabbi Tversky, Allah Shalom Zatzal, said, he studied, he's probably the, from the most premier uh, addiction specialist in the world, was. He says, why do people become addicts? The reason people become addicts is because they see somebody else doing something and it looks amazing. So they say, ah, I want to do that because it looks amazing. And like I said, but if you tap that guy on the shoulder and you say, by the way, how you doing? He'd be like, uh, I'm not doing well. I've been smoking for 10 years. I'm, I'm cracked out, whatever. I'm not doing well. But why are you not doing well? Why are you not doing well? Because I'm not doing well. So it's all a facade. It's all a lie. It's a lie. And the earlier you realize it's a lie, right? I'm selling, I'm, I'm, I am selling something right here. I'll tell you what I'm selling. You know what I'm selling? I'm selling happiness. I'm selling pleasure. If I, if I, if drugs, if drugs and alcohol and pornography and, and, and internet and all that stuff did it, I promise you I'd be doing it. If that made me happy, if that made, if that was the answer, I'd be, we'd be having one big, one big party. But it doesn't do it. It doesn't do it. It's a lie. And the quicker you wake up to that lie, you'll have another day of happiness. And like we said yesterday, I said yesterday, the beginning is painful. You know why the beginning is painful? Because you're addressing feelings and you're addressing things that were never, ever, ever dealt with. Because I couldn't deal with it. When my brother said that to me and made me feel a certain way, I couldn't handle it. And I'm stuck in that. That's frozen. It's frozen. It's frozen in time. And until I, and until I talk to that part of me, until I understand that part of me, I'm not going to be healed. I'm not going to be healed, and I'll bring it with me my whole life. Okay, please, question, comments. Yes, Rabbi Akram. I had a feeling at the beginning of Shir, but the Shir didn't go to that direction. Baruch Hashem, now in the last few minutes, I remember when I was in, in uh, 10th or 11th grade, I was in a yeshiva that was a, a big yeah, focus yeah. about godless Adam and how people dress. And I remember my friend told me, you see the ninth grade kids coming in, you see their shirt are out, and you'll see while the year goes by, you see how they become tucked in and they dress beautiful. So I had that feeling in the beginning of Sheer, a lot of new guys are coming, and maybe in one day you don't feel it, but as much as the year goes by, you see by this year, 
guys, like you see the change, you see them becoming fisher guys, like in a year. And it's only if, like when people come every single day and we hear the same things and working on the same things and it goes like water into a rock. And it, it's amazing to see like in 10 months from now, 11 months to now, just to see the change that's happening without feeling it. So it's time, it's a feeling I had in the beginning of year, seeing so many new guys and to see it in, in the amazing. end of the year. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> Motivation doesn't last, as Rabbi, Rabbi Ackerman saying, motivation doesn't last. These conversations don't last. This doesn't last. Right? Neither does taking a shower. That's why we recommend it daily. That's, why we, that's what Rabbi Ackerman's saying. It's not about do I know this or I not know this. Everything I said today, I'm sure, I, I don't think I said anything that anybody doesn't, didn't know. I think everybody knows Everything that I was saying. I don't think I, I, maybe the way it was delivered, maybe uh, a line here or there might have, might have caught your attention, might have opened up your heart. I hope so. I hope so. But nothing that I said is someone saying, oh, wow, I, I don't think that that's true. Everybody here knows the truth. So what separates the men from the boys, if, you, if I'm even allowed to say that anymore, you probably can't say that anymore. What separates the the them from the them, right? The, we'll, we'll continue saying the men from the boys. What separates the men from the boys is like Rabbi Ackerman saying, someone, you have someone like Yehuda Mattel who's been sitting here. Yehuda Mattel. Yehuda Mattel, and, and, and you gotta get to know, first of all, you will get to know Yehuda Mattel. Yehuda Mattel has been sitting in this shear for six years. So you think, come on, Come on, aren't you bored? Have, didn't you hear it already? Didn't you hear it? The answer is, yeah, I did hear it already. The answer to myself, I haven't said much that I didn't know that I'm saying. Why, do I, why am I doing this? Why am I saying this again and again? What I enjoy, I happen to enjoy doing this, but one of the reasons I enjoy doing this, for real, no offense to anybody, I love doing this because I need this. I need to remind myself what pleasure is. I need to remind myself what happiness is. I need to remind myself what reality is. And when I go a day, or I go two days, or I go a week, and I don't remind myself, I suffer. I suffer from that. I suffer from that. And the more a person reminds himself, and the more a person taps into reality and taps into life, the happier you become and the more honest you become. And the more real, quote unquote, that's the, that's the uh, popular word, to be real. You want to be real? You got to tap into you. You, don't even, you might not even know who you are. You don't even know where to begin. Because your father told you you're like this. Your older brother told you you're like that. Your grandmother told you this. Your Rebbe told you you're like this. You then went to high school, if you went to high school. You went to a lot of guys who didn't even go to high school. High school, you know, a lot of people, they didn't, they didn't, they weren't, they didn't. So maybe, maybe you didn't connect to reality from ninth, 10th grade. Since you're 14, you just reached puberty a few years ago. So, so how am I supposed to know myself? How am I supposed to know myself? This is the time where you begin to know yourself. This is the time where, where you begin that process. Question comes and then we'll wrap up for today. Yes, Maishi. Wake up one day and you decide that you're going to take a core out of your hands in your life. I'm going to not just let life happen to me. 
I'm gonna take what happens, but take that moment in between the action and my reaction, and I'm going to use my head for a second, and I'm going to you know uh, evaluate the situation correctly. And as we do Mozilla Charm every day, we learn to that moment becomes smaller and smaller. Where we have, instead of taking 20 minutes inside, it becomes second nature to us, first nature to us. Where we, we something happens. And we, you know, the weather outside is rainy. We create our own weather internally. Exactly. And when Beautiful. we uh, still charm doing it every day and ingraining into us, it changes the way we think. And and we need this every day because the motivation. One day you wake up, you need to wake up on the right side of your head. And then you wake up you're on the wrong side of your head. Beautiful. And I love you, it. It's uh, quoting, quoting all that. We still charm every Beautiful. day. Beautiful. While doing this, we, we train our minds correctly. Beautiful. And I'm speaking for myself, and I think anyone who's ever been here, you're here for a week. It, your your mind is different. Correct. And it's, you know, it's very scary to change when you notice the positive differences. I don't, I don't want to miss a day of this. I, I need this every day. Wow, amazing. Wow. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, let's, let's, uh, we'll do uh, anyone else, please. I love, I love when, when, uh, when people share. It's, it, it only enhances and strengthens, so no pressure. But if somebody has something they want to share, something they want to say, please. Even if you're afraid to, to share, try, go for it. Yehuda, what do you say? Mayor? Beautiful. Wow. That makes sense. It did. It made a lot of sense. Amazing. 
So I, I, I want to wrap up, and I'll hopefully at Shkai Simcharov. Now that not I don't know if everybody's here, um, but I, but Yehuda it was a good segue. I was planning on saying this anyway. Um, there's a secret about this yeshiva, and the secret about this yeshiva is that this is probably one of the hardest yeshivas to be in. People don't look at it that way. Oh, yeah, loving. You could do what you want. It's a great place, Moshav. That's all the bells and whistles. At the end of the day, the reason this is the hardest yeshiva to be in, and I mean that, is because there's one demand. One demand that, that you're not going to find out there, wherever that is. And that is to be true to yourself and to go in to yourself and to work with yourself. And the world wants to rob every person, like Yehuda was saying, wants to rob every person, wants to steal your identity, wants to steal your happiness, wants to steal who you are. And that's why it's so difficult to be you, because you might get inspired now and say, yes, oh, this is so true, I got to get into myself. But then what happens? You go outside, you're schmoozing with five guys, you're having a smoke, you're chilling, and the natural thing, no one's doing anything wrong when they do this, is what's he thinking about me? Does he think I'm cool? Am I making a good impression? Those are all normal, natural things. But hopefully, as Rabbi Ackerman says, as you grow and you grow and you grow over this year, the less you're going to care about what other people think, and the more you're going to care about what you think. And that's hard. And to answer your question, Rupsim Karaba, and whoever asked that question, whoever noticing, I'm not sure exactly why we clap. I can't give, there could be 20 reasons why we clap. But one reason I could say like this is because when somebody shares of himself, when you share a piece of yourself to other people, and you make yourself vulnerable to other people, and you're someone who shares a piece of yourself, that is the most beautiful thing that you can do in, in life. Mayor, Mayor Mattel said yesterday, the, a secret, what was the line? I don't know why I always forget it. Uh, uh, our secrets keep us sick. Our secrets keep us sick. And sharing it can make other people well. And sharing it makes you well and makes other people well. When I share that I have insecurities and I'm sharing it, Simcha Rabbah, I do already, I'm sharing something. I do IFS. I, I, I yesterday had a session with Simcha Rabbah to help me understand myself more and to be more true to me. I went out to, to, to a place I need my quiet serenity that I can be a better me. That's hard. That's hard. What do you mean? I'm already I'm already 49 years old. What I haven't I haven't discovered my myself yet. I'm still uh, the answer is I hope I will be doing that till 120. I hope I'll be sharing and sharing. Thank I'll take that. Thank you. 
that validates the clap. You want to know why that feels good? Because you know why it feels good? I'll tell you why it felt good to clap. Because I was hesitant to share. I was a little self-conscious of what someone might think of me. The saying, "What the Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Fisher? He's gonna he's gonna open himself up and say that he actually talks to a Rebbe in the yeshiva doing IFS." They're the pro they have problems. Eighteen-year-olds have problems. Anyone who came to the yeshiva, he has a problem. He has a problem. But me, I don't have any problems. I could say maybe I did have problems. I've gotten over my problems. But for me to go ahead and say that I actually also have to work on my relationship with my wife, I have to work on my relationship with myself, I have to work on my relationship with my children, people that makes people nervous. This is called bittel tayura, somebody might say. Someone might say, we're being methodical. You're being methodical tayura. There's no greater tayura than doing what we're doing right here. This is why we have the tayura. This is why Hashem gave us the tayura. He gave us the Torah to make ourselves better, to make ourselves more beautiful. Hashem will help us. Hashem will help all of us. Let us be Zoha. God, God bless all of you. Hashem will be we, we, we didn't really learn a halacha or a Shah, but I think we did fine. Hashem will help all of us. Keep on dreaming, keep on dreaming. As I'm going to say, I like what Rabbi Ackerman says. The way it works over here is it just gets better and better and deeper and deeper every day. You might think, oh, it's the first day. Now it's fresh. Now I'm on my game. You, you, you're just beginning your journey. You'll be more on your game tomorrow than you were today. And in three days from more, more than every day you're going to build and build. Have a wonderful day, everybody.